0: Peace and blessings. Welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This episode is brought to you by heritagehiphop.com, the 30 for 30 for independent music and independent artists. We invest in the artists, not their playlist. So telling their story gives them a connection to you, the consumer of music and the lover of music, to them, the person who loves the art and gives you the music that you adore. We are more than music. Join us for exclusive merch, podcasts interviews and playlists at heritagehiphop.com we are more than music today i ask you take a minute to think about when you first started to love hip-hop or music and then you open your mouth to rhyme or sing it is like the joy that never stopped giving because the music made your heart creative and made you look forward to the new song or the new experience that you were waiting to have and the memories that's connected to the music that you love. Today, we're gonna to talk to an artist from Seattle, Washington. We're going back to the West Coast. That's right, West West y'all. And we're gonna to talk to an artist who sees music in a way where not only is it saving his life, but it's making his life that much more fruitful. Shout out to young Nikki. Before we get into this interview, I ask that you give us a five-star rating or wherever you're streaming this podcast. And if you just so happen to catch it on YouTube, hit the like, subscribe, share, and all this other good stuff. Because you know what? Missing stories like this is what makes life empty and music empty. So we're offering you a full plate of goodness today. And I want you to enjoy this story because this is one that I highly recommend. And I'll return with the rest of my commentary after this interview is done. Peace and blessings. This is Karell from Heritage Hip Hop inviting you to season four of the Heritage Hip Hop podcast. Mind you, before we start, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and the notification bell and make sure you click all so you don't miss any of our great content that drops at any time. If you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um google podcast anchor.fm give us a five star review and let us know how you like the interview answer the questions on spotify but most importantly follow and subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com for exclusive music merch content everything because today not only are we bringing you one of your future favorite artists to the platform being that we're the 30 for 30 of independent music he has a story to tell and we're going back to the west on this one so please introduce yourself to the people um i'm young nicky um
1: uh I'm from Seattle, Washington. I've been writing music writing um music music since I was 10, but I just started three years ago. And I I just been heavily
0: influenced in music since I was a young kid. All right, well we're gonna start there. First and foremost, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. <laughs> I can tell you're at the beginning of your cycle when it comes to recording music, because a certain way your music comes off. So let's talk about that and the influences that you have when it comes to music. Seattle is a very big music population. Is it real deep in hip hop as well? Um, yeah. Well, some. It's more,
1: there's a trend going on. So in Seattle, just like probably in every other city, you know? But there's some like, actually like work to me, like real artists that bring content, you know? Um, Cause I grew up on old school hip hop. So, you know, there's a, you know, there's a new generation. So there's a new way. So yeah,
0: it's kind of 50, 50. Well, my eyes. One of the old school artists that you people consider old school that I don't is Max Slug. Shout out to Max Slug. He's an OG in the hip hop when it comes to Seattle music. I shout out to his song The Fire, because that's what got me open to Seattle hip hop. Also, people know about Sir Mix-A-Lot, you know, things like that, which is old yeah. school. But who yeah. do you consider old school? That's a very interesting thing you said. Like
1: old, old school hip hop like. My influences was like West Coast artists, like Snoop, Dr. Dre, you know, EZ, you know, Tupac, like that. Um, yeah, because I came out with a song called Make It Last Forever. By, um, that's an that's um, R&B, 80s R&B, you know, by Keith Sweat. So I, it's like I grew up listening to old school music. When I talk about old school, I'm talking about like the music that you know, my mom, grand grandma used to play stuff like that. All right, so what did they play? Tell me. Marvin Gaye, Aretha um, Franklin, you know, Sam Cooke, you know, it's
2: like I grew up on mu- music like that.
0: Those Something are for the pioneers of those are the pioneers of hip hop. For yeah. those who probably don't know, because all hip hop ain't rhyming, everybody. But Aretha Franklin, if you've seen from the movie, talked about how she wanted to control her own destiny in her career. Marvin Gaye, I felt, put out the first mixtape album ever. I could be Mm -hmm. wrong, but The Ecology is still one of the best albums ever made and it flows like a mixtape. You know what I'm saying? That's two of the people that you said. Sam Cooke, you know, already by far, y'all know what Sam Cooke was into and what got him unfortunately taken out. So they said it didn't, but these are people who elevated the mind not only through sound but a sound moral compass. Is that what you want to bring to hip hop? Is a unique sound and your own moral compass being like the selling point of who you are?
1: Yeah, because um, I always you know, it's like um, how I grew up, always grew up with you know standards and morals, and so. You know, I want to bring that, bring a different standpoint, you know, a different, a different um point of view of, you know, of, of hip hop, of the music, of the music industry to the new generation, because I ain't gonna lie to me, some of this new music is, you know, trash. It don't, don't have no content. And so I try to do it, everything with a purpose, you know, I got a purpose in life, so.
0: All right, so let's talk about purpose. What is, I'm purposefully want to come to Seattle and I want you to show me around. If you had to show me hip hop in Seattle, what would you, where would you take me and what would you want me to see or meet or what would be the number one or top bucket list things I have to do in your land? As far as hip hop?
2: I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Cause it's like I really don't be out in Seattle like that. Um
1: well I I, I know there's a lot of on Capitol Capitol Hill, there's a lot of open mics. Like open mics, and, you know, you on Capitol Hill. So basically, like I say, I'll bring you to you know, walk down Capitol Hill, Broadway or whatever, you know, it just, the vibe up here, you could tell is a big music scene, you know? And it just, it just, yeah, on Capitol Hill, it's just,
0: there's just a, you can, you know, it just like, you can just get in tune with it. The reason why I asked that is because most people want to make music, mm-hmm. but but a lot of people don't want to make connections. And the reason why a lot of us think music is trash nowadays isn't for the lack of talent, it's for the lack of connectability we have with the artists. Because if a lot of the artists talk about things that you can't connect with, then that disconnect is what's going to make you turn their sound off. What makes you able to connect with your audience or all audiences so people don't think you're trash and turn off the radio when you come on? Because um, as
2: an artist
1: um how connecting to um people you got I think you got to connect with them at all angles I can't be rapping about you know like money in a bit or um or Mercedes Benz because everybody don't have that some people you know are still in the struggle so you got to rap about that too I just feel like you gotta yeah you gotta
0: how to reach people, you gotta, you gotta hit all angles. What's the most important angle you wanna hit and how do you do it?
2: Um, just, well,
1: to get where I'm at right now, um, just, you know, the, you know, the, you know, struggling, you know, the struggle of it, of it all, you know? It's like you gotta go through a lot, you know. Especially doing music, you know. Some sometimes you're gonna do business that are that is good. Sometimes you're gonna run into people, you know, that you can um, that you you um you can't build a relationship with. You only can do business with. So yeah, there's a lot of ups and downs. It's not always gonna be you know sunshine. is gonna it's gonna rain sometimes. It's just. You know pushing you know really you're just pushing yourself through that
0: you know them tough stages tough situations i always say this if it doesn't rain you don't eat right so you have to go through the ups and downs because that's the only way that your skill can ever balance itself out Right. because if it's all good you have yes men and if it's all bad maybe your effort isn't there you know what i'm saying right 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 and hip-hop was born out of the struggle but it also is a celebratory music as well. What do you think brings people to your music? Is it the celebration or is it the struggle? It's, um,
1: I remember um, a ra- um, rapper said that Nessie Hustle said it, said it in a song. If you if you're not if you sharing your success and not your struggle, you're a fool. I kind of live by that because. I think people connect with you more deeply about your struggle. You wanna have people around you at your celebration that, you know, that ain't really there for you or just, you know, you don't wanna have people there at your celebration. You wanna have people
0: there at at,
1: at your struggle
0: to me. See, I always say, I said this in the interview with one of the former presidents of Rock Nation. I said that um a lot of people would judge a man for what he has, but don't value the scars he t- he took on the journey that, right. or the road he took to get to that goal. Right. You see know what I'm saying? Right. And, and nobody likes a nobody likes a scar, but scars can be some of the most prettiest and some of the most defining things a person could go through or get in their lives. Being that you're new to music, not new to the culture but new to recording and putting yourself out. Tell me, what's one of the major scars that you acquired, that you hold dear to this day as you elevate and become more of a seasoned artist? Um,
1: my name is Young Nicky, and my dad's name is Nicholas. And so I use that name in memory of him and because um, I look just like him. And so... Just him not being here, you know, to see this happening. You know, this is one of my dreams since I was a kid he knew that. And so that gives me, I hold that, you know, to my heart to this day. Just motivation. Really, it really gave me motivation. It inspired me just
0: to keep pushing. So you're waving and, your flag now. Huh? There, say what you were going to say, but I want to say you're waving your flag now. Tell me what you were going to say after that. Waving my flag. You're waving a flag right now. And this is what I mean by that. Your flag is part of your brand. It's the embodiment of what motivates you. Mm-hmm. So, like when America went to war, America always had the flags up, right? Yeah. So if you go to a football game, the the the, the cheerleaders in the pet rally squad always got the flag up to let you know where they're from. Right. So your flag is the is the memory you have of your dad and making him proud, correct? Yeah. See, that's very major when it comes to um, who we are as a people because family, legacy, integrity, morality, and standing on your word is something that makes someone endearing to people because if the underdog wins and they keep their morals, and they become a movement. If the movement wins, then the people have a voice. And if the people have a voice, then nothing can ever be shut out of a conversation. What is the most meaningful conversation you give to your listeners when they hear your music so they can make it a movement?
2: Just um,
1: basically motivation. I like I try to inspire just the way how I promote my music, how, you know, I come across um, just, you know, how I post things on social media. I try to Send a message out message out there because it's just that's just how I am. I just, I just really think I'm just like I was just like born born a poet. So it's like most of the time when I'm posting stuff or doing something, I, I just do it off top. I don't even think about it. You know, it's not, it's not rehearsed, it's just, you know, it's just something that, you know, I don't know. I really got a, you know, I really got a passion for it.
0: Poetry is a gift that opens the world to your soul while you mm-hmm. share your inner man to it. Hip-hop is poetry to some people because of dynamic poetic rappers that capture, you know, the, the culture, like Nas, Common, Lupe Fiasco. J. Cole, uh, J. Cole let's go West Coast, though, because we're not going to forget the West Coast. Right. Razz cast. Ice Cube, Kendrick. damn, um, Kendrick. Uh, who's my man? Absol. Yeah, those oh, are people. Yeah. These yeah. are people who captured yeah. the essence of poet poeticness in rhyme scheme, as well as you know doctrine. Right. What is the one rhyme that inspires you to this day that whenever you hear it, you gotta write? One rhyme. I remember
1: when I was a kid listening to Tupac's Get Around when I heard heard that, my mom was playing that, and that made me really fall in love with hip hop. No no BS, to this day, I got all Tupac's um, CDs, just something about that song, you know, or I like Ice Cube, It Was A Good Day. You know, it's just, you know, them two, probably them two songs is probably the most,
0: I got the most inspired from. Okay, so what inspires you more? The rhythm, the beat, the lyrics, the timing? What is it?
1: It's the, um, it's the rhythm or, you know, just how artists, how they come on a track. Artists got their own like swag per se, you know? Um, uh, Yeah. It's just how a person can carry a track so well, you know. It's like, you know, it's like when I listen to music, it just take I, it takes me away from everything. And so when I hear an artist just do well, like he carry a track and it he by herself too,
2: yeah. That's heavy,
0: because you're talking about the first. The first uh, the, the, the first introduction of the song. Because if a person jumps on the song correctly, then they'll keep your ear. Right. So what is it that keeps your ear first? The beat? Or what they say and how they delivered it? What they say and how they deliver it. Okay, so check this out. Who you said was one of your favorites? Tupac, right? Yeah. When you first hear... I can't deny it, I'm a straight rider, you the one to fuck with me. When that comes on, what is your spirit though?
1: That gets me hyped up, you know? Get me in that mood, you know? It's like, especially like if you waking up in the morning on your way to work, you know? It's just like walking down, the, you know, walking down the street, you get pumped up. Music like that, you know, it's like, Usually, like it'll ne- probably some people it will influence them in a negative way, but that just give me pumped, you know, pumped up. Like, okay, what
0: about what about in the middle of a song where you hear stuff like lost or crazy, scared to drop a seed? Ho, I cu- hope I didn't curse my babies stuff like that. What does that mean to you?
1: That's like to me, that's deep, you know, it's like, like yeah, you can that bar. He, you know, he went deep, you know? It's like, it's, it's, it makes you tune in, you know? It's like, you gotta, you know, you gotta swag, but at the same time, you can flip it to
0: something deep. Of course, you know who that other bar was, right? I'm trying to think, yeah. That was that was Tupac on Smile. Yeah. I wanted to take Tupac versus since you brought up pop. you know what I'm saying? I think the words in hip hop have been lost because people want to hear the lyrics so much that they lack the understanding of the lyric. What do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, because some things, you know, it could be a dope artist and their bars or their lyrics can go over people's head. You know, some artists out here that I like that, you know, that are saying something, you know, but to other people its that's it's just going overhead, you know, but it's what? like.
0: With me, it's like, like I pay attention to, you know, what they saying, you know, that's a gift of art because even Eminem and Jay Z said, it's the rhyme that I did not say that made the song. A lot of like, I remember when I was in the booth rhyming, you always wanted to say every single line the hottest way so everybody could stop like, ooh, ooh, ooh. But then you realize you could put too much into it and you could take away some of your flavor. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tell me one of the songs that you really went in on and people just ran to you like, yo, that was hot, tell me, I want more. Like, when when was the first time you something you recorded that you got that um, response to? Make It Last Forever song
1: um, that I remade by Crease Sweat because when I'm starting out, I'm rapping, but I'm rapping fast. And, you know, no, that, you know, I came out with that song out of nowhere. Like, my mom didn't, my family didn't know I didn't, um, I was recording music. I just popped out of nowhere, like, you know, surprise. And so they hear the reaction because that song's three years old. But still, they still to hear the reaction to this day, you know, from people, you know, and people give my, you know, props and stuff like that. You know, it feels good. You know, I feel like with that song, I wanted to bring back, you know, that old school vibe That's to me is missing
0: right now. Is that part of your style? Bring it yeah. back some of that old school vibe so to, to update it for new ears.
1: Yeah, because I got an old soul. Like I
0: moved, you
1: know, like an old soul. And so it's just that's how I grew up. And you know, that's what you know I'm I'm gonna bring to the table. Content.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Karev at Heritage to Chip Hop talking to young Nikki, new artist from Seattle. That's Seattle, Washington on the West Coast. If y'all don't know, make sure y'all tune in. We got one of those Seattle Seahawks fans, the 12th man right now, you know what I mean? (laughs) But salute to you, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I want to ask you this question though, because Make It Last Forever seems to follow the trend of bringing back an old sound to introduce the new voice. When people stop listening to Make It Last Forever, if they ever do, I'm not saying they will, Mm -hmm. where do you want to take them to show them that you have more to you than just pulling out old school records for reminiscent vibes. Oh, um cuz most of my um
1: music is based on experiences. Like I got a whole project coming now. I just shot a couple videos for, you know, I'm just preparing myself so when I do drop it, you know, everything can be plush. But, you know, I got a song on a project called Set It Off and it's actually a Song with me, my, and my baby's mom, cause I got a I got a five year old son, and she's actually singing on the hook, and, um you know, rapping a, rapping a verse to it, and it's just a, you know a song about basically make it last. It's like a spinoff from Make It Last Forever, but it's more of a of a I'll say like a um uh, um a woman and a uh, man having a conversation
0: with each other. See, I listen to the project versatile, right? Mm-hmm. And when I when you tell me that, I'm thinking about the young world forever freestyle, because mm-hmm. you, you that's that's another flip of a pop or Michael Jackson song, whatever one you know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you're bringing that 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 feel back, but then I listen to the other songs like the calm before the storm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So when I listen to the music. I'm seeing that you have a lot to say and that you want your life to be observed, not only heard. In that context, what's the most important thing people can know about you when they listen to your music?
1: Um, different, you know. What I mean by that, I'm not scared, you know, to think outside the box, you know. Let me do a record that. You know that sound kind of pop or country like you got a guitar in it but it also got hip, also got hip-hop or even a techno and a hip-hop beat let me try to you know mix it up a little bit stir up the pot you know
0: a little bit experimentation is what makes the world great right If we didn't have people who experimented we wouldn't have hip-hop from the beginning yeah, And then we wouldn't have people that push the boundaries like Andre 3000, Kendrick Lamar, right. Jake Cole, Drake. Right. Right. Um, even Rod Wave and his way singing the lyrics, Moray. Um, we, we have people who experiment and take things to the next level because being consistent in what's popular leads to an oldness that makes good music seem dated. Why is it important to always be fresh and never dated, in your opinion? Um,
1: I mean, cause there's always something new coming. There's always a new wave coming of music. You know, the same wave that's going on now, ain't gonna go on, what, five years from now. You know, the, it changes, so it's like, yeah, you, sometimes you gotta move with time, or time's gonna move you out your way. That's what somebody told me when I I was in the studio one time. Yeah, move with time or time, you know. Sometimes you gotta mix what's going on with this generation. Like me, I wanna mix what's going on with this generation and with the old school hip hop somehow. Let me, you know, let me get a couple people that I know from an old school that does music and let me get a couple people from this generation
0: and see what we can come up with. I like that because that connects with what you said about being a dad. Now let's transition to that and come back to music because you have a son, you said five years old. Congratulations. Thank you. When you see his face,
1: what do you see in yourself? See the same thing, just, I see basically a genius, um, you know, creative, you know, hard working, you know, um, you know, honest, you know, caring, basically a king, you know, I say young king, you know, and that's my purpose. That's, you know, part of my, you know, my purpose to keep going in life, you know. Everything I'm doing for, you know, I'm building or
0: about to build, you know, is for him one day. So he can look back. You know, you know something? The hardest part about being a parent is also the best part about being a parent. Do you know what that is? No. Watching your child grow up. Right. Because as you see them grow, you take pride and joy in seeing them develop. Yeah. But as they grow, you also introduce them to a world that don't give a damn about them. Right, right, right. And and that's what makes our steps so meaningful when Mm -hmm. we find our purpose or something we enjoy to make something for them. The best songs I find out are when parents write about their children or people open their heart to talk about loved ones, dead or alive. Right. But when we put life music into our music so that we can see, feel, reflect, love, and grow with that song. Right. Has your son inspired you to make that song yet? Or is it hasn't, or are you still working towards that? I'm still
1: working. I'm still working towards that. Like, I'm freshly new, so, you know, um, I know this year I've been hanging out. I've been with my family more, so I haven't been really on the music. You know, I do interviews, stuff like this, blog, you know, stuff like that, small stuff, like, you know, but, you know, I'm really, you know, tapping in, you know, spending more time with my family right now. So, you know, that's probably going to come, but I want that. If I ever do a song like that, I want it on an album. I feel like my first song, Make It Last Forever, that was a hit in my eyes. It was a, you know, I turn. it was a classic. You know, I turn, uh, redid a classic and make it, made it a classic. So I just, I'm aiming for that in the album. But I want to get, I want to deep. You know, I want to hit deep. I want people to, you know,
0: know more about my story. The deepest rhyme or deepest lyric MC can ever drop is the truth, you know, because we got so many people who will give you the fantasy right? that they give you so much of the fantasy that they lack the realness that keeps us involved when it comes to the music. Right. What is the most important truth you learned about yourself and about music when you started doing music?
1: That everybody, everybody, everybody is not gonna um, like your music or your style of music or how you do things. And so I learned that, you know, not to not to take things, you know, to the heart when it comes to this music. Cause sometimes, you know, you're gonna meet people that you can just do business with. You can't like how we're kinda having a conversation. This is to me, this is an intellectual conversation. You can't have this with everybody, you know? And probably, could probably build a relationship off of this, you know, just this interview. Uh, you know, just, you know, I'm learning, you know, I learned that, you know, not to take, you know,
0: things serious to the heart, you know? Gotta get, just keep it pushing. Shout out to everybody watching and shout out to Young Nikki, because Heritage Pop, as you see, does not ask the typical interview questions. We want to know who you are especially being that the interview is based off of your music and the feel we get from it. So remember everybody, make sure you hit the subscribe button, make sure you hit the like, share, comment, do all that, and make sure you follow Young Nikki on social media. Strong out, and make it last forever, project out, versatile and new music coming. Now we're gonna transition into the new thing while celebrating the old thing. How about this? Let me ask you this, because I believe I made this platform to give respect and honor the dead who people don't recognize, only to mm-hmm. find out that there's young, new artists that people are not recognizing either because of where they're from or because people are so jaded by the mainstream. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you talked about intellectualness and things like that. And I feel that every MC has a bar of genius within them. It's up to us to bring it out. Right. Who? What, what, what elevated you to know that there's more to life and then to want to put it into your music? Um,
1: just going through, you know, life, you know, as, you know, as a young man, you know, trying to make it in life, especially being a Black man, you know, you know, having a troubled past, you know, in and out of jail, you know, I've been through it. So, and now that I got a son, so I'm not living for myself. I'm living for him now. So. It's just basically going through, you know, life experiences really made, I've always been open-minded like this, you know? It just, now I got a son, and now that the music is kind of jumping off a little bit for me, you know? And, you know, I'm starting to brighten my horizons a little bit, you know? Yeah,
2: I
0: feel that. I mean, let's just be frankly honest. Hip-hop is a a so-called Black man's therapy that people can dance to. Right. And while people take joy in our pain, a lot of men are looking for their identity when it comes to a beat and a rhyme. Right. Unfortunately, in our society, you have to still entertain people to be given some type of respect. When as a man, you should be given respect from your birth, period. Right. That's a pain that's very universal. When it comes to hip-hop music and our community in general, why do you think people don't focus on what's causing the pain instead of just dancing their lives away? Um, like most people, like
1: what you see on TV, social media, it's all about the glamour, you know, the likes, the views, you know, going viral, you know, they rather go viral and look, you know, cool. Stuff like that, you know. Like, people just, I think some people just, there are, they're all, they looking at the glitter, you know. They're not looking at whatever it takes, to, you know, to, you know, actually do
0: music, you know, the hard work behind it, you know. So, I'm gonna tell you, man, the, the one thing, let's talk about social media. I personally hate social media. I'm not into it. I think it's the worst, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I only do social media because I do heritage hip hop. If I didn't have heritage hip hop, I wouldn't do it. So to be honest with you, I want to ask you this question. On social media, we have a movement of people that hate. You hear all that in the background? Huh? Do you hear all that noise in the background? All right, cool. So on social media, we have a very big movement of the anti-black man movement or I hate black men and I'd rather be with somebody else who's not black because, or black women are not good enough because they do not did da And I find that somebody, somebody's opinion, who is this big, can right. get so huge because people like to feed the negativity instead of cutting that shit off and putting out a balance to it. Right. Is that what social media does for you? Yeah.
1: I see the same thing, you know, all the time. You know, um, it's like, I don't know, it's like some things, you know, shouldn't be said, shouldn't be said on social media. It's like like most of the time, like how you said you're here because of, you know, your show, you know, that's why you use social media. And I think it's like to me, it's like if you have something going on or like you got a business or you know, you're doing music or anything and you wanna promote your um, whatever, your brand or whatever, then yeah, it's cool. But as far as the um love and hip hop drama stuff on, on social media, yeah,
0: that's, yeah, I see it all the time. What you see is not what you get though, because yeah. there's so many people who get catfished. <laughs> social right. media gives them right. a whole yeah. lot of drama. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna keep it real with you right now. Social media has is under the internet is undefeated because as long as a meme can make somebody laugh, your pain will live forever. But hip hop also gives pain a forever stamp because once again, it's universal. There's always going to be somebody who's hungry. There's always going to be somebody who wants to be sexy. There's always going to be people who want to have sex or get high. There's always people who want to forget the pain that they're living in. But music music can heal a person going through pain so what do you think is more important music made out of pain or music made out of joy and why
1: i say my point of view is just pain just because of what i've been through um but that's a hard question because you can make you can make the best of song either in pain or when you have joy. You know, we've seen artists do that. So it's like, yeah, that's a hard one to even because it's like it's you don't. There's no wrong answer with that one.
0: It's really hard to answer. But it's one of the main points of what makes us living components of life is that right. there's a yin and a yang, a up and a down. Right. There's joy and there's pain. It's like asking right. It's like asking what's more important, loyalty or respect, like you're doing drink champs. Shout out to drink yep. champs. But pain and joy go hand in hand, just like yeah. sunshine and rain. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you this question, and then let's break it down. Seattle is full of pain cuz y'all got cop killings that's bugged out. Right. I just had um riots last year doing the Trump thing or something.
2: Yeah, that yeah.
0: That was that was bananas. But then you also have a celebration of life because people are being so creative that their creativity is calling out people online, calling out the politicians, calling right. out to others for help and recognition and even to be seen to know that they exist. Right. How powerful is hip hop in your opinion? And where should hip hop go to keep its power?
2: I think hip hop right now, um,
1: I don't think there's enough content like in today's, like there's content, but it's just like, the new wave of music, you know it's just like it's kind of drowning out, you know what hip hop was, you know, back in the day, so basically i don't I don't know it's like that's a hard question too because it's like it's it's like the content of the music is so drowned out today.
2: Is it really? Or is
1: it that we're just getting force-fed that stuff? It could be that, because, I mean, most of these, you know, mainstream artists that are making are like that, they're being pushed, you know, by the record labels to make this type of music.
0: That's a trend. Tell me a lie. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I heard a very famous program director saying, Seventy five percent of the music they play, they don't even like they have to do it because it's corporately sponsored. Right. So because somebody's paying for that spot, <clears throat> right. not right. saying that the DJs are getting paid to play the music. Right. Somebody's hands is getting some green in it. Right. People are being paid to play certain content. It's like if that's going to pay the bill so people can have jobs and they're going to do it. Right. So that's why I support it for people like Heritage Hip Hop, AllHipHop.com. A-Squad Rebel Radio, just for um, some, of course, check your own markets and support the people in your own markets, of course. It's important that we have podcasts and people who take to the, to the airwaves with their own message because the lack of balance makes you think all oh, hip-hop music is about sex, drugs, and shooting people, when of course right. that's not true. Right. Um, let's just bring that back to you. Tell me about the song Bounce and how that defies the logic of today's mainstream hip-hop. Um, just the, you know, the
2: lyrics, you know. Um,
1: it's like it's like a party song. Um, yeah, it's like the lyrics, the, just like the meaning of, you know, the, like the title of that song. The thing you hear that bounce, you gonna... Probably, people would probably think you know, that's like a twerking song, or you know, it's just that's what's going on, you know. Um, and that's what I kind of tap into into this this generation that's going on music when I um, did that song because at the you know at the time to- at this time you know that's what's going on that's what's popping right now. Like I said, you gotta sometimes you do gotta um, mix. Old school with the new school, you know, and see what you can come up with. So, yeah, that's that was basically inspired by this new generation that song.
0: Shout out to you for finding inspiration. I want to say this before we continue on with the interview music is like music is a downplayed art that deserves more respect to me. Yeah. Okay. Because back in the day people would pay to go to the opera. But right. look, even only the rich people could go to the opera because the poor or the peasants weren't allowed to be in the in the hall because they mm-hmm. they, 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 they bought down the respectability of the craft. Mm-hmm. That was real. And look at the, the look at the nation, the, the, see when you do music, you're in a family and the most exclusive family in the world are the people who can sing play instruments and create beats, not sample all the time, but create beats producers. Right. That's a very unique family to be in because everybody can't do it. Right. So now when you find yourself in the music genre, you're still looking to be into in the music family. What's the most important connection you made with somebody in music that you could call your family? And how do you, Teach the next person that thing that they showed you, so that you could create the hope and the bridge and the foundation for future generations to come to look up to your music.
1: Um, I got know a DJ named DJ Prina in Las Vegas. Um, we've been cool for what three years now, and I finally went down there for a radio interview,
2: and um, just. He,
1: he kind of um, took a liking to me because he noticed, you know, how I, you know, how I do things is like, I really try to put content, you know, and everything I do. And he sees that. And one thing he always told me, he's like, keep that mindset, you know, keep that going because that's what, you know, what really people are missing, you know, content, you know, you're not afraid to be, be yourself. And he's like, you know, he he just told me, hey, just keep doing what you're doing because you're you're going to go somewhere just with the, you know, your energy, you know,
0: and how you do things. Energy is the most important thing to keep you active. Look at Busta Rhymes. You know what I'm saying? His energy is infectious to the point where people are scared to verse him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Speaking of verses, what two artists could do a verses that would make make you happy because that is you seeing yourself complete as an artist what two artists represent you either way that when you see the verses that you will be totally fulfilled
2: Mm. i would want to see j cole and Kendrick,
1: just because they're they're more of um conscious rappers um yeah, just – I just want to see them two just um go head-to-head
2: because Kendrick, you know,
1: just as soon as he came in the game, you could already tell, you know, he was going to be something. And J. Cole, he just – to me, he got a smooth way of getting his message out. Everything, like, he don't have no – like, when you hear him rhyme on a track, you don't have no pressure to him. They just, he just, you know, letting, you know, all out.
0: You know Them two dudes, yeah. That's very interesting. So you feel cheated that you didn't get the Kendrick and J. Cole album, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was, I was waiting on that. I'm still waiting on that. Yeah. Like
0: we, every time- We I'm ain't getting it. We ain't getting it. We ain't getting it. No, we ain't getting it. <laughs> no, no. no. No, and the sad part is if it really was a true album, it probably had like 700 people on it, so we wouldn't really get to reel them, right? Right, but that's dope though, because you're real, I could tell you're a hip hop fan at heart, right? So we're gonna have some fun a little bit. Let me um ask you this there's hip hop songs that define you, and there's hip hop songs that create your love for it. When you said Tupac, I get around was the thing that really influenced you. Yeah. What was the song that you loved that molded who you are?
2: Um.
1: I don't know if you know this um, dude. His name is D- Dizzy Wright. Um, he started rapping, but he started. He's like a he's like kind of new school, you know, but like he's more of of a conscious rapper. Um, Fly high, just because. Basically, he's talking about his like his like his kind of like his self esteem, how he kind of built himself up. It's like kind of a message, you know. It's just like. Oh no, it's just like, I get in tune with that. Always been in tune, you know, with that song. Every time I listen to that song, it, it lifts my spirits more up. And yeah, that, that's a song that, as soon as you hear it, you know, you, you hear rap the first verse,
0: you like, okay, you know, it's like you're ready to take on the world, you know? Yeah. So let's take on the world. Why is young Nikki an artist that the world needs to know and why should they give you the opportunity to knock their favorite artist off the pedestal?
1: Um, it's because um, like I I'm, i I feel like I got I'm bringing that old school vibe back. I'm bringing that energy that you know old heads want to see again. You know, it's just I'm different. You know, I want to be different. I think different is good. You know, change is good you know, for everybody. Different is excellent. But what the hell is the old head? Basically, basically, basically like my uncle, you know, older
0: homeboys, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. We have a new thing in hip hop. We don't say old. (laughs) (laughs) So, yo, shout out to Young Nicky on the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. Give everybody your social media links on how they can get your music.
1: Um, you hit me up at um, Instagram at Young Nikki90, Facebook Born and Lose, Born and Lose but Built to Win, and um, Make It Last Forever is out now on all platforms. So is um, Versatile and my uh my video music video to Make It Last Forever is out on my YouTube page right now too. So yeah, just you know, take a minute and listen. You probably like what you hear.
0: And with that being said, y'all, this is Kareva Heritage Hip Hop saying that we do not believe in streaming. If you like Make It Last Forever Versatile by Young Nicky, we ask that you purchase it. Make sure you put some money down and put some money in his pocket because when you pay money for music, not only are you sewing into the art, you're showing the artist that you appreciate his sound and you're guaranteeing yourself more music and showing him that his sound qualifies and matters. So please, if you're into his music, spend the dollar. You don't always need a bag of, a bottle of water or a bag of chips or a lottery ticket. That's your man. Support him and make sure his, pla- his um, platform grows. You agree? Yeah. All right. So with that said, this is Kareva Heritage Hip Hop saying that's the end of the first part of the conversation. Now it's time to have some fun. Yeah, Nicky, you, you already had some fun? Yeah. Part two of the interview is called the rapid fire questions. These are not yes, no questions. These are questions designed to show the world your depth of yourself your craft, and hip-hop music. Are you ready? Yeah. What song or album from another artist perfectly describes you?
2: J. Cole, Friday Night Lights. How and why? Just, um,
1: he talked, to, you know, about his struggle um, just with music, just, you know, life experience, you know? Like, you know, you turn it to a, you know, a poem, basically, well, you know, that's what the music is. It's just, you know, kind of, you know, you can listen, I can listen to this, that tape after I get done with this interview, you know, and just, you know, and feel something. You know, you it's that type of music you always, every time
0: you listen to it, you're gonna feel something. All right, I feel that. So here's the next one. What is the perfect hip hop beat? Meaning if that person never came out with that song, it was, that beat would have been yours and the song would have been your first single.
2: Hmm. I'm going to have to go with J. Cole
1: again, but that Work It Out beat, his first single, off his major album when he signed to, uh, um, when he was, yeah, when he first signed to Jay-Z, yeah. It just... That's the one? Yeah, I think, you know, it's like that got people's attention, you know, of him, you know.
0: If there was only one producer who could do your whole entire album, what one producer would you want to work with?
2: I'm going to say Timbaland. Why? Just, he's just,
1: I think he's just raw, like he's been raw for years and years, you know, And hey, man probably been working 20, 30 years making beats. But it's like he it never gets old, you know, from working with Missy Elliott, you know, and who else? Um, he even worked with R&B artists like Aaliyah, T.I., you know, he didn't work, you know, with know with a lot of other gregs in the um, music. But it's just. He just, you know, he got, he just got a, he just got a raw talent.
0: Okay. Hip hop question. What's different about Seattle and the West coast, California? How are they different? Well,
1: it's like most West coast. I say, well, West coast, they more stick together you know, is like, you know, they got their own, like, you know, Los Angeles, you know, in the Bay, you know, but in all their sections, they stick together with each other. Seattle, everybody want to be number one. Nobody's thinking about, let me go do an interview in California on a podcast, or let me go outside. Let me go to New York or, you know, If you got, you know, people out of state, why wouldn't you try to really get your name heard, you know? It's like, we're not doing this just to get heard in our city. You know, there's other people staying from Seattle that never heard my music. And so that's where I've been trying to, you know, um, do more is go out of town. Let me go out of town for a couple of days for an interview. Why not, you know?
0: So Seattle's more keep it to themselves, you're saying? Right, right. Everybody okay. is, everybody wouldn't be number one,
1: so it's like a, um, everybody pull, trying to pull each, if they see you with a hot single, they're going to pull you down so, you know, they can be on top. Everybody, mm-hmm. nobody want to work together. A couple, you know, there's a couple of people, you know, that get together. You know, a couple rappers up here that, you know, are cool with each other, but yeah, nobody want to see each other, do see anybody do better than the other person.
0: I'm sorry to say, tell you, that happens everywhere. So right. that's something we have to change as a culture, as right. a whole. Right. You said hip-hop needs more content in the interview, though. Mm-hmm. What subject do you think hip-hop does not talk about that you would like to see it shed more light on so everybody knows that this is a part of the hip hop culture or this is an issue that hip hop needs to fight against or talk about?
2: Um, I think to me, um,
1: cause um, I know my audience is mostly women, love. I think everybody wanna be tough guys, but they don't wanna you know, old school. You know, back in the day, old school rappers are rapping about love. You know, and you no, know, everybody want to be, you know, a gangster now. You know, it's a, it's okay, you know, to uh, write a song about a, you know, about a relationship you had, or you know the love of your life, or whatever. You know, uh, it's it's you don't have to, you know, you know, rap about, you know, what's going on in the streets or something. You don't have to be a tough guy. It's okay, you know, to
0: actually have feelings, you know, and show up. I respect that. That's what's up. Because even even deeper than that, I think a lot of what hip-hop has become is Mm -hmm. people are now breaking the box or breaking the mold to talk about everything. Because now we got to talk about people talking about NFTs. Shout out to Nipsey because he brought the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency to the table. We got investment talk not right. just block talking and, and, right. and who having sex all the time. Right. You no, know, but we got other things. Like we got people right. really talking about things that matter. And shout right. out to the conscious MCs who showed the game that consciousness is quality hip hop as well. We still have that. you No, know? mm-hmm. let's, let's rock out of here with four more questions. You ready to go? Yeah. Here we go. Question number four. And I kind of like this question. So I want to know if you had to define Seattle hip hop in three artists, what are the three artists that make Seattle hip hop dope to you?
1: Well, there is there's new artists out here. Just to show some light on the new artists, you know, the new generation, because all new generation music ain't bad. Um, There's a female rapper that I know called Sin S- S- Sana- S- S- the Slime, and um, it's her energy's different. You know, it's like, like, you know, it's like she's like raw. It's like a, uh, it's like um, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B mixed together, but times like ten. You know, it's like she's, it's like she's bringing that like type of vibe but it's like she's doing it in her own style you know you could tell that she's influenced you know by them but it's like you know she bring you know she's really stirring up the you know the pot up here in, um seattle also uh chevy shan he's a um homeboy of my cousin he's been rapping known him for Seattle for 10 years. He's been making noise up here um, um, a lot. And um he re- Huey P, he's another um rapper up here. Uh been rapping the same um same um length um Shaggy Shan. But yeah, he brings he brings like that street love, like, you know, he can, you know, Conscious, you know, you can switch it up. Basically, why I call my project versatile, you know, because you can't be afraid, you know, to switch up, you know, your flow and
0: rap about different things. Thank you, but always mention yourself first, okay? You gave love to three others. I like how you put yourself at the end, but always mention (laughs) yourself first. This is your interview, all right? Right. Salute the young Nikki for being humble but no 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 backhand humility honor yourself first you know what i'm saying that's the that's question number four question number three you told me who was the one producer you want to work with Mm -hmm. what is your dream collaboration who would you want to do a song with that would make like a bucket list dream of yours control true?
2: Um, there's another rapper um,
1: from Vegas, but he's underground. He's a more conscious rapper, too. Uh, his name is Euros. He, but he was born in Seattle. He came, yeah, he came. He was born in Seattle, but he was raised in uh, Vegas. My uncle, because my uncle makes music. Uh, my uncle used to uh, work with him in the studio. he said say he knows him. And yeah, just him. You know, he's Basically, like versatile. Like I said, he can he can rap, you know. He can sing, you know. And you know, just basically bringing that old school vibe too. He got an old like an old school vibe to him.
0: Throwaway question for number two: How did you like being on Heritage Hip Hop, and would you recommend us to any other artists? I like being on here. I mean, it opened. Me up more, you know,
1: you know, because I'm kind of do dude that stays in my show, I'm a shy dude. So, like, the questions you guys ask, you know, you make me open my mouth, you know, it's like there's not no regular interview. So, it's like I actually enjoyed my, you know, the interview, you know, I feel, you know, I feel good about, you know, going to somebody, a rapper, and see how that I know, be like, hey, hey, you should do an interview with them. Cause you know you probably you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. So I enjoy myself.
0: Thank you. That's what's up. So with that being said, everybody, this is Karaf from Heritage Hip Hop asking you and directing you. If you like this content, go to our digital real estate. Become members of HeritageHipHop.com. We have exclusive merch. We have exclusive playlists where we break the artists. So anyone that you see on Heritage Hip Hop, their music is probably on our site. We have exclusive playlists, not only our Breaking Artists playlists, but we make playlists to celebrate other artists as well. And for February, we have the Black Love playlist where we are going against the norm where everybody is killing Black men and Black women. And we're making a, 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 a playlist celebrating the Black man, the Black woman. The indigenous woman, the um, Hispanic woman, period, because that love is important and we don't need to tear each other down to find something that we like. You know what I'm saying? Right. Also, you can follow us on all social media at Heritage Hip Hop, whether that's TikTok, Boom You It, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever we're there. And our podcast, which is season four, but this young gentleman right here on season four is available on, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, and of course, heritagehiphop.com. We want to thank you for coming on our, pro- our platform. But before we close out, we have one more question. This is the most important question of the first interview, which means we have an open door policy. When you drop your album, if you want to come back on Heritage Hip Hop, look, as long as you make a song that I like and we can have a conversation, We can you can interview anytime you want. All, All right? right. You don't have to be Billboard Top 100. All I don't right. care if you Billboard Top 1000. As long as you stay true to the coach and yourself, we will celebrate you on our platform, all right? Okay. So thank you for allowing me to interview you. No problem. The most important question I ask is 500 years from now, when they go to the Hip Hop Hall of Fame or the Music Hall of Fame, and somebody says, who is young Nikki? I never, I don't really know young Nikki. And they push that red button on the wall and your hologram pops out and they play your music. 500 years from now, a new generation will hear your music. So the question I have to ask, the most important question of the first interview is, what is the legacy you left behind that made the world better because you made music?
2: Um,
1: Being a light, basically, being uh, sharing your light. And, you know, like I said, most of, you know, uh, I'm, I'm always motivated in life, you know, by pain, so. Now that, you know, the sunshine, I'm kind of sunshine in my
0: life, I want to share my light to people, you know, Just, you know, basically being a light. So everybody remember, whenever there's light, darkness cannot exist. Think about the speed of light and how darkness goes away as soon as you turn on that light switch. So if you are a light and you come around to people, not only do you bring hope, but you illuminate their lives so they see that the darkness is not forever and good things are yet around the corner to come. Be the light that the most high always made you to be, because not only are you making music to save lives, or you're making words and quotes and phrases to save lives, you are the example that people will watch to know that life is better and they don't have to be full of pain. And hip hop is not a pain music, it's a therapy music that gets us out of pain. Wherever there's darkness, there's light, and whenever there's light, there's hope. So be the hope to the world that you are by continuing to make your sound and changing the world. This is Karef from Heritage Hip Hop with my man Young Nikki, Seattle hip-hop stand up and make it last forever and we say peace make sure you subscribe and we out if you listen to this interview you know that paying homage is something that heritage hip-hop really admires and the fact that young nicky took make it last to find a new avenue to celebrate his life is very dope for the simple fact that not only was the song a hit it's talking about creating something that lasts a lifetime that is something young nikki wants to do for himself his family salute to his fatherhood and also to set a legacy for the lineage that's coming after him and his son as they continue through life's storied history of creativity and god-given blessings this is this is dope it's all about that excellence of Execution when it comes to life. Shout out to Bret Hart. But well, the, the execution of life is about loving your craft, loving yourself, and giving back to those who love you. So, young Nikki, Seattle hip hop, West Coast love, stand up. We on the East Coast salute you and your trek May the Most High bless you in your musical journey. With that being said, season four rolls on with the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, and we thank you for. Taking the time to listen to this podcast with us. If you would like to join the movement, please subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop on all social medias and follow us at our digital real estate, heritagehiphop.com. This month, we are celebrating Black Love with the Black Love playlist, and we also have released Heritage Hip Hop Playlist 11, which you can stream for free on the website. But if you are a member, you get the playlist just for being a member and membership is free we are the future we are the platform that introduces you to your future favorite artists today and only that we are the 30 for 30 for independent music as well so if you're looking to promote your album your cause or your movement you could email me at karev k-a-r-e-v at heritagehiphop.com if you follow us on youtube please make sure you hit the subscription button please subscribe hit the notification bell and hit all so you don't miss any updates if you're following us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you stream your podcast, please give us a five-star rating to let the world know you support and are part of the movement of Heritage Hip Hop. Before we get out of here, I want to say thank you to everyone who helps make this possible. Thank you to the Most High that not only has a life for us to live, but lessons to learn in it. And the many lessons that I've learned have made Heritage Hip Hop great. So be sure you sit at the table because the buffet and the meal is set. All you got to do is dig in. We give you great interviews, great podcasts, great insight, great music. We have great merch on the website. So it is an honor to sit with you for season four of this great podcast and to bring more artistic genius to you. It's a gift. It's an honor and it's a joy. So with that being said, be sure to check for us on the next episode of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This is Karev saying thank you. God bless you. Peace. And we out.